Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we are talking about burnout. How many of you are experiencing burnout? Or how many of you are claiming burnout, but maybe you're actually stressed? So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I encourage you to go back after this one and listen to that because it'll give you a lot of ideas and help you to be able to distinguish whether it's burnout you're experiencing or stress overload. Now, some of the distinguishing factors we talked about last week were sometimes with burnout, you become less social. You actually want to like avoid people. Where with stress, sometimes you'll feel kind of more inclined to socialize or like a need to socialize. So some other things that occur too with burnout is that there's a lack of sense of feeling of being appreciated and seeing that your time is valuable or that you're valuable, you may feel overworked, which is different than stressed. You can be highly stressed and also feel like you're being valued. So just kind of getting some clarity again from last week to look at some differences there. Um, for example, how burnout leads to often detachment and how stress can often lead to wanting to be around people Sometimes it can lead to things like, uh, like stress can also lead primarily to physical damage where burnout primarily leads to emotional damage. So we're going to be talking about burnout today and how we know from last week that burnout affects your sex life. We know because we know that your body will start to have different reactions. How is it that I'm qualified to talk about this? Well, for the majority of the last 20 or more years of my life, I've been studying all kinds of things holistic health related. So energy work, body work. I've been studying different things that have to do with uh, physiology, uh, you name it. I've been pretty much studying half the, half the rest of like my time the last 20 some years. And um, part of why I'm qualified to talk about this too is that I actually work with people for sex and intimacy and looking at different solutions for them when they've experienced different things in their relationships, including burnout. Now, whether the burnout's personally uh, going on in their relationship and they experience it more in a home environment or whether that burnout is coming from work and translating into the home environment, either way, burnout is going to affect your sex life. And we are here to get you back on track. Why? Because this is the pleasure zone. And for over now, this month, starting today is my eighth anniversary. So after eight years, I have not technically been burned out. <laughs> Yay! Of this show yet. I mean, there have been some moments where I felt kind of stressed and tense, 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 tension, st 
stress and some tenseness and whatever, but uh, you know, when you have some tools, you can always work your way through it and find yourself back on track. So it's pretty exciting, actually. It I only it only dawned on me in the last 35 seconds when we got on this show and I mentioned as I looked at the date on my phone on my uh, computer, I was like, "What? This is actually my eighth anniversary." Yes, it is. Holy guacamoles! I don't even understand that right now. <laughs> kind of blowing my mind. So. Yeah, a lot of research, a lot of talking, and that's just for sex on this show in the last eight years, never mind all the stuff that came before that. So what are some of the things we want to do with burnout is to be able to get our motivation back, because a lot of times with burnout, the motivation goes away. If you're not feeling like you're being respected or honored or valued, you kind of lose interest. And you can lose interest in your work, but you can also lose interest in your relationships and whether they're your friendships or your intimate partnerships, your, your sex partners, whatever that happens to be, you can lose interest. And so we're here to get you back on track. Now, there are some standard things that people talk about regarding burnout and how to get back on track. And some of those standard things are, you know, you need to learn how to get your priorities straight. All of these things that you've read are all valid. And then we're going to actually translate them into how do you do that in relation to sex and your sex life? And how would that actually improve the rest of these other things in your life? Like how would your sex life improving improve maybe your whole household? How would your sex life maybe improve your money influence? Guess what? So many of these things are interconnected. So the number one thing I'd like you to think about when, when considering like, are you experiencing burnout is definitely go back and listen to that show. But one of the key things is, do you feel overworked and undervalued? And if you also feel overworked and undervalued in your relationship, you could have relationship burnout. And if you feel overworked and undervalued when it comes to intimacy and sex, you could also be having sex and intimacy burnout. Now, I don't know if I've just coined those phrases or if they actually exist because I did not look into that. Um, I just know that that matches what I'm feeling like I'm talking about tonight. So we can definitely have burnout for so many different areas of our lives. And how do we check? That's the key, right? What do we do to change? So one of the top things when it comes to burnout is because we tend to want to hide, we want to do the opposite when it comes to getting over burnout. So if you've been in hideout mode and you've been trying to like, especially the, especially when burnout kicks in and society is supporting your burnout by saying you can't go out and socialize, which we've had over the last two years, if you're listening to this in 2022, You'll, you know, or if you're listening to this in 2028 and you're reminiscing about the old days when we all had lockdowns and quarantine, then you might go back and you go, wow, yeah, we did have a lot of forced lack of socialization. And that is something that is a trait, like the, the desire to not socialize is a trait found in people who are experiencing burnout. So if 
if you are actually experiencing burnout and then you're being told you can't socialize anyway, it's just reinforcing that feeling like, yeah, I'm burned out and there's nothing I can do about it. Oftentimes you'll hear people, well, well, there's nothing I could do about it because of the situation, blah, blah, blah. There's a million ways to socialize. We don't always have to socialize in person. Socializing online helps too. Uh, I've been working with my team, you know, this week going, hey, you know what? You're allowed to socialize. You can actually contact people and have conversations. And it's like, really? I can't? Do I want to? But ultimately, to not fall into burnout mode, it's really good to actually have some people to talk to. So even if you are, you know, if, if the burnout has affected your sex life, which I guarantee you, if you've experienced burnout, it's going to affect your sex life. Sometimes the socializing doesn't always have to be with your sex partner. It just needs to be with somebody who can get you and is sparking again, right? So you want your energy to kind of come back to life. And whether that's a friend or a family member or a complete stranger, you want to be able to have your energy feeling like alive and awake. So socializing, whether it's online or in person, can super help have you be able to get the energy popping again to actually bring the interest back to your partner. So let's look at how that happens. So if you're ignoring all people, including yourself and running away, chances are you're running away from your lover. So if you can though, in a way that doesn't have any strings attached, have conversations that can open up maybe your mind or your curiosity to new ideas or new experiences, you know, whether you're having a conversation with a friend and your friend's like, yeah, you know what? I just hopped on a train and took this crazy wild ride across country. And maybe you're like, oh, that sounds really amazing actually. And it kind of gets your wheels turning in a new direction and gets your thoughts going. It gets your creativity rolling. A lot of times with burnout, there's like zero creative juices flowing and it can be incredibly um, stressful having zero creative juices where sometimes with high high stress, the opposite, you can have a million creative juices flowing. However, nothing's really getting created. So those extreme opposites do have some interesting side effects. So no creative juices flowing. So talking to people just to get some ideas going can be helpful. Talking to people too and brainstorming. If you happen to have friends like me who love talking about possibilities with sex, especially and with pleasure, you might come up with some new ideas and or you can always use my do's, don'ts and maybes list that you can find on Inspired Choices Network. If you click on uh, my host name, you'll find a leaderboard that has my do's, don'ts and maybes list, which you can download for free. And in it, there are about 70 or 80 things that are fairly common sex acts. And maybe some of them are things that you haven't tried in a while or you've never tried. And it'll just give you some ideas to get back on track. And the do's, don'ts, and maybes list really also helps you just decipher like what you are okay with and not okay with. Um, but you can use that list just for ideas too. You could take that sheet, you could print it, cut it off and pull out a thing for the day and just see what you and your lover could try that day. Maybe it's like, you know what? We've run out of ideas. We're feeling burnout. We have no creativity left. Let's pull a thing out of the jar. Oh, today is touch 
day. Let's experience all different kinds of touch. It can be like um, there's a woman who does blueprint touch work. And if you've never seen her, I can't remember her name offhand, but if you've ever seen her, she's uh, she was in this the Netflix special called Sex, Love and Goop. It works with a couple on touch blueprints. Um, she was also one of the the teachers for my sex and intimacy course where she talks about the male blueprint for touch and uh, and then it's evolved since she's done that so now it's like the blueprint for touch so or and that's what they were calling it so you could pull something out of the hat and just say let's try something different it doesn't have to be penetration when it comes to sex so when we're talking about bringing in new ideas sometimes socializing with friends outside of your lover can help bring in new ideas and then socialize with your lover. What a concept, right? Actually socialize with your lover. You can choose to spend even twice a day socializing with your lover. It can be something so simple as getting in the car, going for a drive, having a chat about things that are important to you, or you could have time before bed, or you could be having a conversation anytime, but as long as you're having a line of communication and you're discussing the things that are important to you, that is included in the socializing. And I know that sounds funny that I'm like telling you these things because it seems obvious, but it's not that obvious to so many people that you actually need to communicate with your lover. And if you're feeling like your needs aren't being met, it's actually integral for you to communicate that in order for your relationship should be fun. So hey, this stuff around sex isn't working for me. What I what I really like is when you do this and can we have more of it? And you know where I feel like maybe we could have some improvement is here. Can we have more of that? And sometimes you got to give lessons and that's okay too. So that's where it can get kind of fun and socializing can get fun with your lover because you might actually learn things together. You might even take a class together or read a book, but there are different ways that you can be socializing together and or outside of your partnership, having conversations with friends or people who are professionals in order to get you some new ideas and get your drive a little bit sparked, right? And it doesn't have to be sophisticated. I really just want you to look at something your body's craving, you know, so if you're experiencing burnout, you might, because you're so withdrawn, you might really want to take it slow. You might want to take it so slow as to just try a date with your lover. No strings attached, no sex attached. Just have the time where you're sitting and having a conversation and it's just dedicated to the two of you or the seven of you, depends on how many lovers you have, whatever. We're going to start with the two of you. And because adding more people can add more complexities. So socializing with your lover, the number one easy key way to do that is have a date, have a conversation and move forward with some of this, the ideas that you both developed together or that you've brought to the table after having conversations with other people. So that brings some socializing in. We're gonna talk about some other things as well. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? 
Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet. I was going to say my, I was going to say something, and then I don't know, it was really weird, like there was like juice involved. I don't know, my mind went into a different place. I usually say pleasure seekers, and it just comes out naturally, and this time there was like 500 other little words coming in there, so whatever that energy is, it turns you guys on, but if you want to be like juicy sex machines, go for it. That's your name for today, like whatever is turning you on, cool. So, so what we talked about in this first segment was about socializing, socializing with your lover. Now, you don't always have to have like the couple dates. That's not something that my, um, my husband and I do. My husband is not naturally a socializer. He's actually very much a hermit, um, but he will socialize with me. And sometimes I have to actually be really frank about it and go, look, we haven't spent time in the last three days together. I'm getting in the car with you and we're driving. That's what we're doing. And he'll be like, okay. Um, I also know that for me in my human design that I'm the one who invites and he's the one who needs to be invited in. So if, if you know, and it's really helpful sometimes to know your human design as well. If you know that you can also you know, know that your, your partner's not trying to offend you. It's part of who they are. You can always ask them to, like, you can always say, hey, I'd really like you to invite me to something. Because um, we also need to actually teach people what we require. I know that we think people are that psychic, but 99% of the time, even when they are, they don't act on it because they don't want to be wrong. And we spend so much time tiptoeing around each other, trying not to offend each other, that it, it just makes things extra complicated. So it can be far more easier if you just say, hey, guess what? I've got 
I've got something coming up and I'd really like to talk to you about it. Instead of going, I don't know, should I wait until they say something? Say what comes to you, whatever, whatever way it comes to you. And also knowing their human design can really help you not be offended by them. So for, for a very long time, I was like, why doesn't my husband do this? And it's also not his love language either. Um, his love language for, for quality time has more to do with like, he likes uh, sharing different things like gardening or like things when it's like, hey, um, we even do like really weird things where I'll go help him on job sites. <laughs> and that for him is thrill. And he like looks forward to it a lot. So when he throws it out there to me and he's like, hey, do you want to come in a job site? I'll often be like, yes, because I know for him, that's like, it's an act of service for him. He loves being in acts of service. It's one of his love, one of his top love languages. And then when he invites me into that, that that's him inviting me in also to uh, socialize with him in a different way, which can be the love language of quality time spending together. So one of the things we also want to look at are what are your priorities? Like when you come, when it comes down to burnout, your priority might not be sex. It might be the last thing on your list. Your burnout might be so far to the point where your only priority is to be able to get out of bed, brush your teeth, and slap on a shirt before you get on a Zoom call. And that's okay. So because at that sometimes the burnout can be so hardcore and your body has been so affected by it that you literally have nothing to go on. So until your body builds up with different things like food, which we'll talk about, it won't necessarily have anything else as a priority. Sex will not be a priority. Business won't be a priority. It's a survival instinct with burnout because your adrenals, like we talked about last week, that hypothalamus all the way pituitary adrenal connection that that connection is basically sending it's, it's not really sending the signals that it needs to send so there's there's something that gets stopped along the way and then you're not able to feel that oomph and get up in the morning to get yourself going and that oomph to get yourself going is what you need to get out of burnout. And sometimes it can be so simple that you just need, sometimes you just need somebody to give you a word of encouragement that might work for you. You might need somebody to show you a new direction. You might just need space. So whatever it happens to be for you, honoring that is really, really helpful. So, in our chat room right now on Inspired Choices Network, um, one of my friends has put in the link to the five love languages quizzes. And if you don't know what your love language is, you can go to five https colon backslash backslash five love languages. That's number five dot com slash quizzes slash love dash language to find that. And it's always fun to kind of go through those quizzes and find out what's true for you, what's true for your partner as well. You can get them to take the quiz and then you can compare notes because when you're going through burnout, knowing each other's love language in order to support each other is such a gift. Like if you know, if, you're, if your partner's going through burnout, for example, and you know that their love language is acts of service, 
and they just don't have the energy to even throw out the garbage instead of crapping on their head about why didn't you throw out the garbage you can just be like wow i can see what you're going through i'm going to offer you you know your love language you don't have to put these into words i'm just wording the actions i'm going to offer you your love language that you receive the most that you love to receive the most which is acts of service i'm going to offer you that and i'm going to put out the garbage so that you can feel and know that i love you and feeling that love and that support is really helpful why let's look at burnout and what how burnout comes in burnout comes in from feeling overworked and undervalued and when somebody starts to do things for you that helps you feel loved you will start to feel valued because value and love are very interchangeable and money and value are very interchangeable and funny isn't that a little nice triad that sometimes money can also equal love for people there are people who have money equal love and there's nothing wrong with that um, we just make it really wrong because we love to judge stuff <laughs> so so yeah i'm curious for all of you you know if you have a lover that's been going through burnout or if you've gone through burnout and you kind of look at what was going on at the time if you're kind of coming out of it now do you feel loved do you feel loved in your relationship um because you know i would bet for a lot of you that burnout came from probably multiple years of not feeling or seeing how your partner was trying to show you love so they might have been gifting you love in a way that isn't the same as your primary love language way to receive, but they're gifting you in their love language. And sometimes when you don't know that that's what they're doing, it can just feel like you're not being loved. So it is helpful to see and to check out, do I feel loved? Are there places where if we could just add this, I could feel more loved? So I've mentioned this many, many times, but one of my very top primary love languages is touch. And so for me, I require like ridiculous amounts of touch in a day. And that is partly why I actually really enjoy also doing body work on people because I can offer that to people who their primary love language is also touch. So it's such a gift to be able to, as somebody who has their primary love language as touch, have, have a, a, you know, chosen a career that allows me to touch people legally which is nice <laughs> so i love that so when you don't feel loved or appreciated by your lover then the burnout can start to happen as a relationship burnout rather than a work burnout so the relationship can have a so just as i was saying like a work burnout can affect your relationship a relationship burnout can affect your work as well. So the relationship burnout could be where you start to feel unloved, under underappreciated, undervalued in relationship, which could mean that none of your love languages are being met. So then sometimes you'll withdraw, right? That's what burnout does. It gets you to withdraw. And when you withdraw, you're not going to be up there going, I'm going to offer this person the love languages back to just see. We often have a res massive resistance to offering the other person their love language because we feel underloved and undervalued. Why should we give more? <laughs> right. 
it takes it takes a, a lot of uh, desire to have it change in order to step into that role of going, I'm willing to give this love language to my partner. I'm willing to give them their love language, even though I feel I'm not feeling loved. And when Gary Chapman, when he writes about the love languages, he actually talks about a couple that he worked with where it took um, one of the partners was knew what their, their partner's love language was and gifted them their love language. I think it was for six months and they didn't say anything they were just gifting the love language in the way that their partner they knew that their partner received it their partner started to feel loved and and then it took six months or so but after that their partner started to gift their love language back to them and there wasn't really even a conversation about it it was just like a natural progression of oh, you're gifting to me. And, and then they see some stability in that. They see that, oh, that's lasting for a few months. This wasn't just a trick to get you to do something. They can trust, it starts to build some trust. And then all of a sudden they're willing to give it back. So, and, and some people don't want to commit to six months, but yes, if you can commit to some time, three months or six months, usually, people will start to notice shifts and believe shifts more around the three to six month mark. Um, you know, after 21 days, they say you can get into a new habit. However, then it takes a while to actually trust that you'll stay with that habit. And then it takes a while for the person observing that habit to trust that you'll keep in that habit. With things like addictions, it often takes even more years than that, sometimes a couple of years to actually trust that the person is out of an addiction. And some burnout is as a result of things like um, being a workaholic, overworking, but there's so many other addictions out there. Overpleasing others is another addiction, right? So building some trust with that is really cool. So what are the priorities, right? What are your priorities when it comes to sex and intimacy with your partner? If, if your lover and sex are not a priority, that's okay. It doesn't, you don't actually have to be with this person. You have options. Now, if you would like it to be a priority and you're not making it a priority, that's a matter of choice. And it's also a matter of everyday choosing to show yourself that they are a priority, taking actions that show, oh, this person is a priority to me, my sex life is a priority to me, then you know sometimes we don't even believe ourselves anymore. So proving it to yourself is helpful. And then improving it to yourself that this is a priority will often show your lover that it's a priority as well. So some of the things you could do um, that can be fun are sometimes learning new skills like communication is a huge skill that I think everybody can learn and being able to actually communicate and ask your lover is there something you'd like to try is there something you'd like to do that we've never done and if they don't know then you can bust out videos bust out books show them what you like if you have some ideas or discover new things together make it a priority set time aside for this all right, we're going to move on to our next commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? 
Lean In Now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com how wonderful would it be to carry your favorite inspired choices network host with you throughout your day well now you can inspired choices network now has its very own mobile app our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and tv episodes our shows cover a wide variety of topics whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, our conversation is all about burnout. And this is part two of the conversation. Last week's call slash masterclass was all about looking at some of the tips and signs to know if you're experiencing burnout or if you're stressed because there are significant differences and they're quite quite different from each other so our solutions this week are all burnout related so what are some things you can do to get out of burnout now one of them was socialized um, as you know we realized that a lot of times there's withdrawal that happens when you know there's burnout so it's just like don't want to see people so making that uh, choosing that and making that a priority where priorities are also on the top list because with burnout nothing is a priority or sometimes what happens is with burnout is you become a yes man yes I'll yes 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 I'll do everything um, thinking that there's 97 hours in a minute however there can I suppose be 97 hours in a minute if you know how to do magic with time and you've got like Doctor Who's time machine, yes, you can have 97 hours in a minute. However, if you don't have Doctor Who's time machine, then you probably don't have 97 hours in a minute. So you have a minute in a minute and being realistic about your time. 
is great. And I found um, about five months ago, I started putting everything in my calendar. And then about a month ago, four or five months ago, I started putting everything in my calendar from, um, well, it wasn't every, everything. And now I'm putting like pretty much everything in my calendar from um, whether I'm going for a walk, 20 minutes walk, I'll put it in the calendar. Whether it's uh, work, whether it's checking emails, I will actually schedule things. And guys, this is not my character. I am not that organized. And it's so, and it actually is like, I find it kind of time consuming, but also at the same time, it's absolutely required. And then the coolest thing was my business coach, also owner and CEO of Inspired Choices Network said, I have a task for you. You're not a person who's usually very uh, like time oriented. You do a lot of things in a day, but you don't actually put them in your schedule and acknowledge that. And I'm like, uh, yes, I know that. And I, then I said to her what I'd been doing and she was just about to give me the same homework, which I love because we're always on the same, we're like 99% of the time always on the same page. Um, so it's really cool to have that uh, reinforced and or she also added some really great tips for that too. So if you want to get out of burnout with your business, then connect with Christine McIver. She has some amazing tools for that. So I, what I did was I'm following this and it's also helping me to understand that not all the time in my day is dedicated to creating things for the future. Like, oh, look at that. I actually did stuff today that was generating an income right away. And oh, look, I'm doing things that are generating income for the future. But before I had this like schedule looked at, like say a couple months ago, I had very little boundaries with time. And I could end up on a phone call for two hours and knowing that a client might be totally stressed out of their noggin and not charge for it. So now I am actually limiting that. Yes, pat on the back. I'm actually going, wow, time's up and moving forward. Oh, it's insane. So sane and fun. And so part of that is boundaries and time. And I don't really like the word boundaries because to me, it means there's like, uh, you know, there's somewhere I have to stop. But then at the same time on my own property of, uh, you know, my 45 acres that I'm so freaking privileged and lucky to have, there are boundaries on my property. There is a line and if somebody crosses my line, I'm not too happy that they're on my property. And if I cross their line, they're not too happy that I'm on their property line. And so these lines are things that help me to know what's mine. And so these are me zones. You know, if you don't like the word boundaries, just they're my me zones, right? Whatever helps you feel good about it. Yeah, energetic hygiene, yeah. And so keeping things clean is really helpful so if you know if somebody's crossing into my me zones i'm like hey you're you passed the zone you're in my not new that's not comfy zone I'm like get out of my zones man so my zone of awareness is huge and when people keep in crossed into my zone of awareness i'm like uh, i feel that <laughs> so, so i i can notice these things and sometimes i can't quite decipher who it is but sometimes i can and sometimes i welcome them in some people are allowed some people are not allowed in my new zones so or what you would, might want to call boundaries cool whatever but one of the things that comes with that is time and 
actually setting aside time. I mentioned this earlier about socializing and setting aside, say, 20 minutes, hop in that car, make things a priority. And the funniest thing is when you put them in the calendar, I know that for me, when I put them in my calendar, they show up. So even though scheduling sex can be like, oh, that is so dull. Um, I don't necessarily schedule that, but let me tell you, I'll put it in my calendar after the fact, just to be like, yeah, I just, I like scored minutes on that. I got my, my time in there. So that can be fun too. And, and by all means, you can actually put time in. Um, I'd say like a, a couple of weeks ago, I, I put uh, an entire afternoon off. It was just for me and my husband. Um, and I booked it. I booked it so nobody could book it. Um, to make sure that that time was just me and him. And when you can actually put that time in for you and your lover, it helps you to feel like you're making your love life a priority. They'll also know that you're making them a priority, especially if you're somebody even remotely like me who tends to overwork and overdo things and tended to in the past do a lot of crossing of boundaries like, we were about to head out the door and then I'd have somebody crying on the phone and I'd be like, oh my God, I can't go. You'll have to go without me, um, which would cause, you know, my husband never said anything, but I know ultimately that's not cool. Um, he, had, he has like ridiculous patience with me, which is amazing. And I'm so grateful for it. Um, and also um, it's more honoring for me and for him to be able to actually schedule the time and make it a priority. So it's been kind of fun because as I've done that, he's actually made it a priority as well. And he'll be like, so Sunday morning at 10, do you wanna go for a ride? I'm like, all right, Sunday morning at 10. Once we live in the same house and we see each other a lot, but we still make a priority that there's gonna be just us. Um, and especially during the last two years, we haven't had a lot of that time because we you know like our kid is home being homeschooled so we've spent a lot of time saturated in each other so in the last little while we've really become acutely aware of how much we actually need just the, the me time um, for myself but then also me time with him so it's just choosing it it's making it a priority and you don't have to make your lover a priority because maybe you don't want to be with them and if you consistently are not making your love life a priority, that is a pretty much like a, a bing, 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 bells going off to let you know you might not want to be with them. So I'm going to say that another time. If you are not making you and your lover a priority, you might not want to be with them. Okay, so now that you know that, um, now that you know that priority what, that, you know, having them be a priority is a kindness. If you're choosing them, what are some things you're going to do? You're going to find ways to socialize with each other, whether that's a date or whether that's like finding new fun lover things you can do together or whether that's spending time together and spending time having sex and making that a priority. Fantastic, right? We have a few more tips and tools that we're going to be going through. And one of them is exercise that's such a funny word too movement joy of embodiment whatever you want to call it 
how do we make that a like how do we use the word priority with that as well how do you incorporate movement when you feel like you don't even want to get out of bed and you'd rather lie there like a lump um, because you have zero energy going well again sometimes that comes from just not enough nutrition going in the body because also with burnout you probably don't have the energy to be feeding yourself food that's nutritious now if you've been making some sweet cash while you're getting yourself burned out awesome use some of that cash to get yourself some really good nutrition however if you're burned out and there's no cash then you know what because usually that actually happens is like you're burned out and there's no cash because you're not feeling valued this is where we need to look at some simple food tips that you can use on a daily basis to just give yourself a little oomph, to give yourself a little like, oh, I love me, look, I've got some of this and I've got some of that. And this is all stuff that's highly nutritious for my body. So we will look at those as well. And movements, like what kind of movements can you do to just have your body feel flexible, less pain, more interested in being alive. And we can do simple, simple things that will just get you back on track. So, oh, there's a simple one right there, deep breathe. So remember that too, because breath going into the body and oxygen going into your lungs, letting out and then like expelling your carbon dioxide, all of that stuff, these processes of intake outtake are really helpful with burnout, where with burnout, it tends to be all outtake and there's not a lot of intake happening. So we wanna be able to remind our bodies of intake and breathing is a fantastic reminder of intake. I am a huge lover of different breathing techniques. So we're gonna look at some, some cute, easy, fun ones to do as well, as part of exercise in our next segment. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly, other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we're talking about some of the ways to get out of burnout that is causing you to have a zero sex life zero non-existent sex life, man, how unfun is that? And the fact that, you know, your, your relationship can have an impact on your career and your career can have an impact on your relationship. Wouldn't it be great if we could just know some simple, easy ways to get out of burnout. 
Uh, and today we're specifically looking at it from the perspective of if you're experiencing burnout in your sex life, what you can do to bring back some energy, get yourself motivated, even when you feel like you are on the sofa, dead to the world, sleeping on the floor because you can't move from, you know, the middle of the bathroom and you're just there. Uh, I'm not talking about extreme situations where people have a chronic disease like Addison's disease, where you literally need to go to the hospital in those cases. Um, I'm talking about there's some nutritional things that we need. So when we are experiencing burnout, usually your adrenals have gotten quite stressed. So you need things like you'll need things like potassium and sodium to get your adrenals a little bit happier. You'll need some different minerals and you'll need some different foods. So what do we want to do? We want to get you some 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 key basic things in your life you need some happy fats so you want some fats that are high nutritional fats things that have omega fatty acids in them are super helpful um, and you want you know as cold pressed as you can get your fats the better so that they haven't lost their nutritional value so things like extra virgin olive oil is naturally going to be cold pressed. That's why it's called extra virgin. It has to do with the processing. It doesn't have to do with the olives not doing it with each other. So things like, uh, things like, yeah, like uh, happy, we assume we want some happy fats. We want some grains as well that are nutritional grains. So I know a lot of people out there have like celiac or gluten intolerances, but you can get grains that are sprouted grains that often don't have the same impact on a body as regular grains do where they've been highly processed. So having some super highly condensed foods to get your nutrition back on track. Now, again, not all foods are going to be easy for everybody some bodies cannot process fats that easily so there are other things to do so these are just basic ideas but by all means if you'd like to know what works for you i highly recommend that you connect with me so that we can look at certain things about your body about your lifestyle and we can create a program i can create a program that will actually work for you personally because the work that i do is very personalized when it comes to health and nutrition and movement as well. It's all personalized. So we need some of these uh, things in our diets. We need certain sugars as well. We need things like fruit sugars and we need fibers. So eating things like some happy fruits every day, they're not, you know, sprayed by 5,000 chemicals that, you know, so if you can go out in the wild and pick them, wouldn't that be awesome? But you're probably experiencing burnout. You don't have the energy to go out and get them, but you can, if you live anywhere close enough to a, a food source or a food store or like a farmer's market where you can get foods that haven't been highly sprayed. And you know what, you're better off buying a handful of really good berries that haven't been sprayed and eating like those rather than 10 pounds of sprayed berries that have zero nutritional value and are like 10 years old, you're better off buying the fresh new ones than you are buying the ones that might be way cheaper and more of them. So sometimes you might not get as much food, but you're going to get highly nutritious food. And that's what you want to get is some nutrition into your body, get your body revved up. You need a little fire in your body too. So people tend to need some proteins that are going to burn a little hotter and getting some fats and proteins in there. 
are helpful. Um, so yeah, if you are experiencing burnout, sometimes people need some animal proteins for getting out of burnout as well. Um, but again, everybody's body is different, so it's better to get those recommends in. But I guarantee one thing is that 99% of the time people experiencing burnout are either if they are drinking water, their body's not absorbing it, or if they're, they may not even be drinking enough water. So a key to water is if your pee is the color of straw, like straw in a field, that is that is a happy, healthy color of pee. It should also not have like super um, disgusting smells about it that smell like an infection. However, your pee might smell interesting if you take a lot of vitamins or if you're you know, eating asparagus. So I have a few minutes left to talk about exercise and movement. One of the things I wanna be really clear about is I am not an exercise person. It is not my idea to like go out and lift weights, but I do stuff all the time around my home that would equal exercise, right? So we live on property that has wood. We lift wood quite often. <laughs> we garden alike daily. And there are things that I just do that is actually natural movement that is a type of exercise that will get my body going. But I never, I didn't always have even motivation for that. And the simplest thing I highly recommend is walking backwards. So for the people who are listening now live with me, I know in the chat room, they've heard me talk about walking backwards a million times, but it does so much for increasing oxygen. And it also does so much for also increasing cardiovascular. It also increases your perspective when you walk backwards, your head is held high and also your body posture changes. So yeah, you could dance backwards if you like, but it's actually the slow movement of walking backwards that trains your body to step on your toes first and then put all your full weight onto your foot. And then it's about the transferring of weight and the way that that moves through your body. And then it actually projects up through your skull and it'll do like a ripple effect through your body to release and stress your weight. And there, there has been some research that indicates that for every thousand steps you do backwards, it's equal to 10,000 forwards. So if you only have 20 minutes in a day, walk backwards, it'll get you back on track and make it a priority. People are like, I don't have time. That's not it. We all have time. We have not made things a priority. So make you a priority. And that is the number one way to get you out of burnout because guess what? Burnout equals you don't feel like you're a priority. So we got to make you a priority. You're the only one who can do that. It all starts with you. Start simple. Start with nutrition. Start with movement. Work your way up. And have an awesome week until next week. Stay tuned in and turn it on. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.